How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to another edition of How with Halter, uh, helping others win. My name is Ennis Williams, one of the four managing members of the Halter Group. Uh, to my left is my Marcy partner. Marcy Hatcher, how's it going, everyone? Great to see you all and have you all with us again. Uh, Marcy Hatcher, one of the, also the managing partners of the Halter Group. And on the end over there, we have Dennis partner. Earls. Uh, excited to be here on yet another episode. Uh, I am one of the managing uh, partners within Halter Group. Uh, 25 plus years in commercial real estate, and I'm happy to be here. That's right, y'all. And we got another person in the room with us, the member man, of myth, one the of legend. the uh, <laughs> member of one of the I, I would say top three. We say top three or top five. I say top what? three. What? Top three greatest defenses yeah. of all time. Top in the, two. In, 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 top two. Not two. Top two. <laughs> not two. <laughs> top two. <laughs> not two. Talking about what? Greatest defenses uh, in the NFL yeah, history. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Baltimore Ravens and two thousand Ravens and it's us. And then it's and then it's him, right? Okay. Super Bowl Fifty champion. Absolutely. Two time AFC champion. Come on now. <laughs> Mr. Brandon Marshall yeah. in the building. Talk to him. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good, man. Appreciate you being on the on the show. Uh, appreciate you being a part of uh, you know, really from the inception, right? Mm -hmm. Of this of this whole movement, right? Yeah. So what we want to know is, uh, first and foremost, you know, kind of give us a little bit of your investment journey, right? Yeah. What are what are some of the things that, you know, that you knew about, didn't know about? How did you get started? Yeah, well, uh, you know, initially, um, I didn't I didn't even want to invest. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we had uh, our, you know, our, our rookie symposium and mm -hmm. uh, we had, uh, you know, some guys come talk to us about like, just save your money. It was just save it, save your money, save your money. So that's where I was at. You know, right. um, my very first financial advisor, he actually asked me if I wanted to put my money in the stock market. And I, I didn't even want to put it in the stock market. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm just putting it in the savings account. Mm. I remember I, I really couldn't hear from him. I really didn't hear from him. When I was trying to talk to him, he wasn't yeah. responsive, probably because he wasn't really getting no money yeah. off of me. Yeah. So That part. That part. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next financial advisor I had, I finally put my money in the stock market. But it was all, you know, it was just basically safe. We didn't know. Uh, no private investments, anything like that. But my next one, I think that's when I started, you know, to kind of feel a little more comfortable. You know, I had a little more money in my pocket as well. You know what I mean? But I felt a little more comfortable with, you know, investing outside of the stock market. So mm -hmm. he actually flew a group of us. You know, it was me, Bobby Wagner. A lot of us went to Seattle, uh, sorry, Seattle, San Francisco. And we, we we sat with a bunch of venture capitalists, a bunch of new new companies. And I think one of the first... Something that really stuck with me, you know, one of the venture capitalists said, he said, look, he said, he said, I bet on the jockey, not the horse. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to, you know, uh, a company, when it comes to investing, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet on the jockey instead of the horse because you could have a great horse. You know, this horse could be a stallion, you know, muscled up and all that. But if the jockey that is directing it isn't on point, then, you know, it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. I'm going to lose the race, mm -hmm. essentially, Absolutely. right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, that's also why I decided to invest with you guys. You know, you guys are the jockey. You know, the horses, it's, it's been out there, right? Mm -hmm. You know, syndications and, mm -hmm. and getting an apartment bill has been, you know, been around for a long time. But mm -hmm. I think it's important to, you know, really know who you're dealing with and trust the people you're dealing with and understand, okay, 
you know, they, you know, vibrate on a high level and they have a high level of thinking and, and operation. So I know I kind of fast forward it, but that is, it is, that is why part of the reason why I decided to invest with you guys. But my first time investing, I didn't really, you know, I almost kind of just did what my financial advisor told me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, all right, we're going to get invest in this one, Jill's crackers and this and this and this and this, right? <laughs> Pure well. Uh, and, and you know what? Some of them are actually, most of them are still going. Mm-hmm. The only one that, you know, that, that folded was Jill's crackers. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. I gotta tell you. Yeah, t- say why. Okay. <laughs> funny story. I think funny it was story. it was funny because um, my financial advisor hit me. And he was like, "Yo, look, the people that's that's heading Jill's Crackers." And by the way, it was in Whole Foods and everything. So I thought it was solid. It was a yeah. Sprouts of Whole Foods. I thought it was it was yeah. it was going to make it. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? Financial advisor said that you know we we want to get the person in power out of power. Essentially, you know, we want to overthrow him. He's not you know, good for the business. So then I end up investing in, so, uh, you know, a couple dollars more, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we can replace the person in power. So I thought, okay, you know, and I'm just listening. I'm like, you know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Then I get a call, like, you know, Brandon, man. <laughs> you know. Jill um, is gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what happened was, so they needed to buy a new oven, okay? They needed to buy a new oven for the to make the crackers. To make the crackers. Okay. An oven. An, An oven. oven to make the crackers. Yeah. Right. So apparently the oven, you know, or it was in transit yeah. and it got in a car accident. Right. <laughs> it got in an accident. Oven and, it, and and the oven and the oven was damaged. Right. So Oh. On that, you know, that set us back, and then we had to invest even more money oh, into the sure. into Jill's crackers, Capital. right? Yeah. So at this point, you know, I know, you know, we said not talking numbers, but at this point, I'm probably two fifty in, yeah, and that's no, that's not chump change at all, no. you no. know what I'm saying? No. That's not chump change, but I was pissed off because eventually Jill's crackers folded, yeah, you know, uh-huh. mostly because of the oven, uh-huh. <laughs> oven, the oven is got probably on accident. the side of the freeway, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, that is that that that's one of the things that was um, wasn't beneficial for me, but you know, I've invested in dispensaries, which mm-hmm. has been beneficial for me. You know, I would say my top two um, investments that I've done over the past. I guess I guess I gotta say three now, thanks to E. Um, over the past what six, seven years was um, the Halter Group, mm-hmm. Chesapeake, which is a chain of dispensaries in Maryland mm-hmm. and West Virginia, and my whole life insurance policy. There you go. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Would you like to <laughs> Would you like to say yourself on that one? <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, that, that might be another episode talking about the, the, the benefits of, of the whole life insurance, especially as a piece of your investment mm-hmm. portfolio, right. able to do things with the bank and everything. And we'll we'll talk about that yeah, in, in, okay. in in some in some later episodes that's as well. But that's a, yeah, it's a yeah. good 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 yes. good piece of money right yes. there, right? Yeah. So wait, hold on. Go back to jail for a minute. Okay. Yeah. So did the oven ever get uh, uh, so, fell. You know what? I'm not even sure what happened to yeah, the. Like, so was it cracked or something? Like they just, it cracked. They couldn't fix the oven. Whatever. To just, me, the call was it was crazy because I'm like, yo, what, you know what, what what's going on right, right now? You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, if they're trans, you know, the trans, you know, they're taking the oven from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. It's in a uh, some type of U-Haul or a, a, a or a truck, right? An 18 wheeler, mm-hmm. something. So something how, with some insurance, probably, right? That's what I'm saying. So, that should be. Protected. Exactly. So, that part too. Yeah. <laughs> that part, right? Yeah. So even if it was damaged, yeah, you know, it should have been replaced. No problem. Yeah. Right. So you know, it was some stuff going on, but beyond the behind the scenes, and, and you know what? I think I wasn't 
um, paying attention too much to it because I was playing football, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. that's still no excuse mm -hmm. because that's still my money. Still your money. Right. It's still my exactly. money, right? Exactly. But, uh, you know, playing ball and I was kind of like, well, you know, whatever. And, and it was it's almost in the mindset of, you know, I was playing ball, I was making good money. And so, you know, I was going to make, I was going to make it back. Yeah. Terrible mindset. Yeah, but at the same time, what, you know, what could I have done about the oven right. being being cracked or, and then somebody telling me, oh, we need more money or whatever. Right. Now I could have said no. Right. At that point, I felt like I was already in. I was right. already, I was, I was in too deep. One bad decision after another, right? I was in too deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it was, it not, was crazy. Not a bad decision, I should say, but once you're in there and yeah. you're telling yourself, well, I'm in this far, right? Yeah. You feel like you can't take a step back because you're in your mind, you're like, I want to see this go, yeah, right? All the right. money that I put in so far, right. I want to see the return on that. And the only way to do that is put more money in, yeah, right? And, and I want to see it through. You want to see it through. And, um, you know, the company just folded, you know, and uh, my lawyer, she was just like, at first we couldn't get the K-1s, right? <laughs> to yeah. file taxes and everything. And and then I guess the whoever was the head of company, they just left town. Right, you know, they just got up and dipped out of there, and it was crazy because it was a legit company. Like I said, yeah. they were in Whole Foods, yeah, they were in. Stores. I went and bought the crackers myself. Yeah, you know, I was I was kind of flexing, like, oh yeah, I got crackers at Whole Foods, yeah. but that wasn't the flex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times, you know, especially people in your position, right? Yeah. Um, there is this mindset that it's just going to continue, yeah. right? Everything's just going to be there. I don't have to worry about necessarily. And, and you know, we've had the conversation several times about, you know, while you're playing and what you're doing and what you're focusing, what you're focused on, right? Every day, every play, yeah. it's, about the, it's about the game, right? And really understanding that at some point of this whole thing, right, you, the game ends for everybody, yeah. right? At some point, the game ends. Yeah. So understanding that there is a level of cash flow that's needed right to continue on in your in in the in the lifestyle that you built right and the yeah. things that you have going on the the places that you're trying to go how does real estate play a part in that role for you yeah i mean honestly it's been everything you know um this has been my most consistent cash flow since i you know stopped playing you mm -hmm. know this and the dispensary, but then it's like, you know, they gotta reinvest some of the dividends to, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you know, to to buy new stores or to mm -hmm. get the growing processor and do mm -hmm. all those things. So I understand that. But I would say real estate has been the most um consistent, you know, mm -hmm. source of of cash flow for me. Mm -hmm. And then it's funny because, you know, I stopped playing and then Everything is red. You know, you look at your account like red, 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 red. I'm like just money out. All money out, All no money, money in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no money in. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. How yeah. can I get some cash flow? Now, I get how some people could overcompensate and invest in the wrong way, mm -hmm. right? Do do you know, do uh, you know, too many investments, uh, you know, that, that don't end up panning out for them. But luckily I've, you know, I've surrounded myself with a good team. Mm -hmm. But you know, and that's what my financial advisor was saying. They're like, okay, look, don't overcompensate right. for the lack of cash flow you have mm -hmm. and then make a lot of bad moves, which mm -hmm. a lot of people do. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, I, I I made a bad another bad investment. I probably only had two bad investments. Yeah, another bad investment. I took I took some money and put it into some Bitcoin, man. <laughs> but it was it was not like 
It was not like I, I put it into Bitcoin myself. It was a vehicle. Yes. Uh, you know, it was yeah, like a vehicle exactly. through somebody else. How I'm going to get uh, this amount of uh, yeah. per yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And it was working for a minute. And then, boom, it stopped working. And when yeah. it stopped working, it, it stops. stops. Yeah. And then it's just, you know, then I trusted this guy to put, to take, the, you know, the money and put it into another vehicle over here, over here in this in Dubai. Oh, you know what I mean? Mm. Terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> mistake. Right? But it happens. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A lot of us, you know, a lot of us, first of all, I think, you know, athletes are preyed upon the most. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're young, we're naive, we're a lot of a lot of money. Never had money before, yeah. never had any education yep. right. or financial literacy. Mm -hmm. to, you know, had, never had somebody to show us the way and show us yep. the rope. So when we hear certain certain numbers, like, oh, I can get this, how much I can get per day? Or what I can get, what I'm going to get back? Mm -hmm. Oh, what's the return on investment? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all in. But then, you know, when, when they talk about, oh, yeah, you get 25% back, 20, da, 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 a lot of times you got to look real, you know, Look real closely yeah, at that. Yeah, Look at the fine print. Peel the onion back. Yeah. Peel the onion back. So, exactly. you know, I know I'm not the only one. It's a lot of it's a and and you know I'm sure there's. I mean I'm not I'm not sure, but there are stories that are public. Oh yeah, where right. a lot of athletes, you know, losing a lot of money All into of some deals. All of it, right? right? I mean, Terrell Owens lost money into what was a casino in Alabama, mm -hmm. right? Was it Terrell mm -hmm. Owens? It was like a whole group. Terrell whole Owens group, yeah. Ray Lewis. It was a bunch of people, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, and it happens, man. It, it it really happens. That's why it's like, you know, because at, at at one point, I probably should have got the whole life policy. Two thousand sixteen, mm -hmm. I would say, you know, and this came to me with it. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's like, I don't know why I got to put this. You know, you you kind of like you want to hold on to it because you never had it, mm -hmm. right? Not saying I didn't trust in this, but it's still money. It's still yeah. a lot of money mm -hmm. that you exactly. got to put into these into these things, right? Exactly. So. I think once I started to really understand investing more, understand real estate more, understand certain things, I was like, okay, cool. I'm comfortable with this. And I shouldn't have, man, that Bitcoin, I shouldn't have did that. There's no way I should have did that. And you know what's funny? I didn't even consult like the people I really consult yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, you didn't want to you didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say no. You didn't want to say yeah. no. And that's terrible. What, what, what kind of due diligence do I you would do you no. up front? I mean, yeah. like with, with all the different investments that you have. I mean, what's, what's your due diligence process? Yeah, like? so so I have a lawyer, man. I think she's really great. Her name's Kim. Mm -hmm. Um she's been doing, you know, well, she's a tax lawyer, but she's been She's awesome. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. Kim. Shout out Kim. Yeah, yeah Kim, Kim, Kim. Kimberly Mariani. She's been, you know, in in you know, reviewing business and doing yeah. looking over uh, investments and looking mm -hmm. over you know decks and everything for years right mm -hmm. so she tells me no to at least 98% of the things got you okay um you know there's one thing i kind of went against her on so we'll see how that pans out mm -hmm. you know hopefully it's, it's good but then also i also got Ennis to to to, to run through as well you okay. know what i mean um you know Ennis What's has been a good sound i'm sorry i have to cut you off go ahead yeah Oh no, Ennis has been a good sounding board for me, but mm -hmm. you know, her opinion of the Halter group, yeah. she loved it. Mm -hmm. She loved it, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, I told her and um well, first of all, what I did was I approached my financial advisor who he's more on the wealth management side. So there's two sides, there's wealth management, then there's like the the day-to-day, -day, you mm -hmm. know, your day-to-day -day stuff. So the wealth management, the money is in, you know, like a TD Ameritrade or that mm -hmm. type of vehicle. So he's the guy I would, I would call and be like, yo, I'm, I'm, I want to invest a substantial amount of money into this. Mm -hmm. And so at first, you know, and it's to tell you, he wasn't as receptive to it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I trusted Kim more than I trusted him anyway. Mm -hmm. So when I finally, because at first I was just doing my, my, I was going through him, going mm -hmm. through him. Mm -hmm. Then I finally decided to go through Kim. And Kim was like, oh, man, bro, this is great. Uh, X, Y, Z, da, da, da. I think this is. 
and she'll and she is the one that's gonna peel back every layer of that onion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's gonna peel it back, and she's gonna take her time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Every time I come to her with an investment, it's not like we knock it out in a day or two. Yeah. It might be a week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks, yeah, and she, then you she know, definitely takes her time. She take, and then and people she's call. Thorough. She's, she's thorough. very thorough. They calling me like, "Yo, what you think?" I was like, oh, "I'm waiting on Kim," yeah. and that's my buffer. I'm like, "I'm waiting on Kim." I'm waiting on Kim. So, um, you know, those are the really, you know, and and the reason why I talk to Kim a lot because she makes me look at it in a whole different way as well. Mm-hmm. You know, my mindset is, or my 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 vision is here, but in the business world, mm-hmm. the tax world, yep. everything, you know. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So she kind of helps me almost take those blinders off as, as if I'm like a horse walking down the street. Mm-hmm. She helps me take those blinders off. So, you know, nice. Kim, Kim is, and, and it's funny because like, see, if I just did my own due diligence yeah. and I just Googled the company, yeah. I look at, oh, it looks cool. You know, look at the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they sent me the deck. Oh, the deck. Oh, it looks dope. Yeah. Nah, it's way yeah, deeper than that. Because yeah, yeah, everybody's deck's going to look decent. Right. Yeah. The, right. the, the website going to be solid. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Everything going to be cool. So uh, I have to have people that's going to look no doubt. below the surface on, no on, on the investment. No and your ego isn't too big yeah. to allow someone else to come in and give you that information and knowledge about things that you don't know, nah, right? Yeah. A lot of the work that it takes, especially for somebody at, at your level, right? I mean, you, let's let's be real, like, you know, right around, you know, that soup, like you were the man, like it was, it was, it was tough, yeah, right? You know, yeah. to kind of put some of those things aside and everything, but your yeah. ability to, 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 to let somebody else come in and educate you on that was, you know, critical to a lot of your success. And what yeah. and what and as it relates to a lot of your investing in real estate and things like that. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that God blessed me with is is my ego is not too big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like every time I accomplish something or whatever the case may be, and oh, I got you know real estate here, and I, you know, to, to even think about first of all, let's even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to say I'm I own part of apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's two two buildings, three, three. buildings, yeah. three buildings, three yeah. buildings. Yes, like how many people? That's big that? time. Yeah. Nobody, people won't say that in their lifetime, not, let alone my bad generations yeah. of their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That far. You know that what far. I'm saying? And for me to be able to say that, <clears throat> I don't ever really sit there and think about it. Mm-hmm. Just like I never really sat there and like really dwelled on my accomplishments in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes it would take Ennis to be like, "Oh no, nah, be don't, don't forget you didn't did this and did that." Because <laughs> I'm always so like, "What's next?" Uh, cool, I did that. What's next? Like, I'm very, you know, what's what's coming? What's, you know, I did that. What's next? What's next? Um, but thank God I don't have, you know, my uh, an ego that's too big. It's funny because, you know, Kim has a lot of athlete clients and she tells me about some of her clients with, with their egos and mm. she'll tell them, no, don't invest in this strip club. And they'll be like, nah, I'm doing it. <laughs> nah, I've always wanted to own a strip club. They're going to give you my own chair in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he got his own chair. Yeah. He got his own chair. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> the golden chair. <laughs> he got his own chair, you know. But nah, nah my ego's not too big. I'm, 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 I'm able to learn. It's funny because I tell a lot of people some things you tell me about. Mm. I wish that I would have known to you know, invest in a, a property per year, mm-hmm. exactly. Just, just like you've said, then mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, that would have been. Imagine if I did that eight years, yeah, bro. Yeah. eight like, properties. Yeah, imagine, yeah. imagine, you right? know what I'm saying? <laughs> but a, lot of, a lot of folks don't get eight years. You did, nah, with the, and, and, yeah. and that would have been but, amazing. But eight it, years at thirty thousand a month net, 
revenue. Yeah. Let's let's think about one of the assets he's in now, right? That's yeah, that's a lot. That's a quarter mil a month, yeah. and 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 that would have been nuts <laughs> a month, right? And it's 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 crazy because like so now I'm in a position, mm -hmm. right, where you know I sent I sent this young kid. Uh, he's in a draft, man. His name is Trey Dean, mm -hmm. um, safety out of Florida. Hopefully he, you know, I, I think he'll get drafted. He's a good player. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a meeting with him and I sent him right to Dennis, mm -hmm. and um, and it's because mm -hmm. I didn't have these people, yeah. you know, in throughout my career. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I want somebody. I want to be able to help. I want to be the change or help be the change and say, you know what, cool, I'm going to point you in the right direction before before that money hits your account. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm sure you got NIL and all that, but when that, when that, when that money hits your account, man, we gotta, I got to put the right people in, in, in position right. so you can at least talk to, at least vet right. these people out, yeah, at least yeah. see what they have to say. Right. You know, and I know it's scary. I'm not going to lie. The world of investing is scary for an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you because our earning potential is highest when we're young. Yeah. Right, and then it just it just drops off. Yeah. Yeah. Most people that earning potential goes like this yeah. as, as they age. Yeah. Ours is here, yeah. right? Lucky you get a second contract, and it's here. But after that, it's uh, yeah. right. So it's it is scary. I ain't gonna lie, Marcy, it's scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so every time I've ever invested, even even when I felt comfortable investing in that first apartment building, which was um, I'm not sure which one it was. I don't know if it's the Arkansas or with Lennox. us. Lennox. Yeah, it was uh, Monroe. It was Monroe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that was even even cutting that check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and this came over and I handed him the check. I'm like, yo, this is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. We had to we had to hold your hand through the process. It's a lot of money. But also but also it's not. But also it's a lot of shysters out here, a lot so, of snakes. Yeah. So even like let's say even like like I was talking about the Bitcoin, mm -hmm. it was going good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'm seeing the money, yep. I can spend yep. the money. But then when it cuts off, it's gone. right? It's gone. Right. Yep. And I didn't even see all my money back. So even when you're dealing with people with I know people have been, you know, snaked out of deals when it comes to real estate and apartment mm -hmm. buildings. Like it's it's about who you're dealing with. Yep. That's right. Yep. You know, who you're going into business with. And it's it, you know, Kim does background checks. She did background checks yeah. on all you. I don't yeah. think she did a background check on you. <laughs> but, probably because you're my cousin, but maybe she should have. But you just never know. See, yeah. like you could lose you lose money, man, and it's and it's so, sickening because that's the money you really worked hard for. You 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 felt like I'm gonna change my my the trajectory of my family yeah. and my family's life with this money. And yeah. then somebody just came and they had a good idea and I thought it was good and they just took it. And they took it. Yeah. They took they it. They took it. And yeah. I may never see a million again. Yeah. Or yep. seven fifty again. Yep. Well, like yep. you said, athletes get preyed upon. Yeah. Right. They see individuals who didn't come from wealth, right? Yeah. The knowledge was not there. You have a ton of money or access to money. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, on TV, you're on commercials, you're this, you're that, you're flashy, you're not flashy, but they know who you are. So they mm -hmm. feel like we can go in and exploit that athlete. Yeah. Because he or she doesn't know, right. and unfortunately, those bad apples on the tree make it hard for the good apples in Halter mm -hmm. to sit down with you and have a real intellectual conversation about how to grow your portfolio, and have someone like yourself, a Super Bowl champion, trust them. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You yeah. clearly trust your family member in Ennis. You didn't know me from Adam, and probably was like, "Who is this dude?" Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think the more comfortable we became in having conversations, you knew I know knew my shit. Yeah. And if you know he knows his, we're all one. And uh, also, man, you know, I had a, and I was talking to Ennis, I've had an opportunity to be a part of, you know, other real estate groups and funds. And I remember it was this one particular, and I was in negotiations, like, okay, you know, it's like, Brandon, you should, you could, 
raise X amount of dollars and da, 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 And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then I really had to sit there and think. I was like, well, if I had to, if somebody came to me and asked me advice about real estate or, uh, you know, who should I invest with? Where should I go with these dollars? I knew I wouldn't even go to the people I was negotiating oh, with. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, I would have I sent everybody yeah. to Halter. Yeah. Right. So I literally had to cut ties with them. I'm like, yo, I, first yeah. of all, I don't even know this is for me. Yeah. You know, uh, I know raising money is tough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, I believe in the product, mm. but I don't necessarily believe in the I believe in the horse. Mm. I don't necessarily the believe jockey. in that jockey. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm and and um, you know, I tell everybody because people come to me about investing all the time. And there's this young kid that I coached actually in high school, and um he's like two years removed from high school, but he's hitting me up like, yo, B, where should I invest this? I got 10,000 saved up, da da da. Right out of high school, he went to work and I'm not mm. sure what he's doing. Mm. I think he's he goes to Colorado and does something, but mm. okay. um, kid named Race, man, I, li I really like him. Mm -hmm. And um, I told him, I was like, yo, we're gonna talk soon. You know, I don't think mm. he's ready yet, mm -hmm. but he's, he's, he trusts me and it's like, I'm sending him to y'all. Yeah, right, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, going back to what I was saying about, you know, really trusting and really, mm -hmm. you know, um, finding your tribe when it comes to investing and, mm -hmm. and, and wealth management and growing your wealth, mm -hmm. I got to stick with these people, stick what with who know. I know, stick yep. with who I know and yep. what I know, yep. right? That's so, right. yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's cool, B, and we, we definitely appreciate you. You definitely, you know, understand that it's not easy, right, for, for someone like you. Like you said, it's always somebody out there trying to get you, but, you mm -hmm. know, obviously we've definitely, you know, earned your trust, you know, outside of the fact that we're just family, right? Like yeah. show and prove, and, right. and, and we, we definitely understand that. So as you continue to, you know, uh, one of the things that we that we spoke about um, earlier, kind of the, the the three of us before you before you uh, came today, was just different opportunities and how they all blend together, mm -hmm. right? And what that is, because you're you know, commercial versus you know, single family, right? How would you view, you know, your portfolio as it relates to commercial versus yeah. uh, the single family? Because you're in both areas, right? Yeah, I'm you're in both. I'm also in industrial as well. Industrial as well, um, right? That's how, how do those things kind of, you know? Okay, so um, <clears throat> I start off with the industrial piece. Industrial, it's, you know, I, I've invested and um, I trust that group. You know, mm -hmm. things are going well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, a, a lot of athletes in that group as well, but. Those are like 24, 36 month deals. Mm -hmm. You put money in and you don't see, there's no cash flow in that, right? right? So at some point, you know. It's gonna pay. Well, well, it's gonna pay, but those deals are really good for the current players yeah. as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm still in the contract, I'm still playing for the Falcons or, you know, the, the Bears, it doesn't matter. I yeah. put this money here, cool, 36 months, three years, I'm gonna see something. Mm -hmm. You know, so I put money in there at the very end I think I was I met I met I met the lady when I was with the Raiders, so that was 2019. That was the end of my career. Mm -hmm. So I put money in there, and it's been it's been taken. It's you know it hasn't paid back yet. So, but I think it's a great deal though. I I love the deals. Kim loved that deal as well. I think it's going to pay off well. And wait, when you say manufacturing, if, just so for our listeners, exactly what kind of investment is it? Yeah. So so. Initially, I invested in. Um, we bought. I forgot how many acres it was by the Tampa airport. So, okay. so uh, we partnered with this logistics company, um, 
so they're going to build it. They built their whole, you know, logistics center over there. I forgot which one, which company is exactly. Because okay. we was talking to Amazon and FedEx, but it wasn't, it didn't end up being them. It ended up being somebody else. And so they own that part. So we bought the land. And so we partnered with Scanel, who was the preferred developer for a lot of these logistics centers. Mm-hmm. And so we bought the land, but, you know, we didn't want to, you know, or we didn't necessarily have the money to sit there and build a, a whole logistics center. Mm-hmm. So we partnered with Scanel, who was a preferred developer. So then they, they said, okay, cool, we'll take the land and we'll, we'll build on it, but we'll flip it. Instead of you guys, you know, taking 80, 20, we'll take, you know, we'll take 80% and we'll give you guys 20% of it. And we got to stay in the deal because we own the land. Gotcha. Right. So we came to the, to the table with the land. Gotcha. Right. So then they said, okay, cool. All right. Y'all, you know, have the land, you know, we're going to build, so you'll stay on it. So there's other, there's two out parcels on that same mm-hmm. land where we'll own 80% of the land. Mm-hmm. And um, so we may partner with like a, you know, like a Dunkin' Donuts or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, or gas station, mm-hmm. you know, um, on those two out parcels. Gotcha. So those will be ours. Gotcha. And then there's other, there's other spots in Florida where we've, you know, where we've, um, Planted our flag as well, gotcha. and and so essentially, what companies will lease the the space from you guys? Yeah, they'll lease the land from us, right? Gotcha. And then eventually, we'll just end up, you know, selling it. And yeah. and and um, and I will say this, you know, her, the ladies, her name is Till. She's really great. She has kept us abreast and uh, on point with everything throughout yeah. the whole process. She yeah. calls meetings. She calls. She emails us everything. So that's what that's the type of people I like to deal with. Love mm-hmm. it. Love people that's going to always keep you updated. Yeah. Like, this was going on. This was going on. This was, you know, even as whether it's good or bad news or no news at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, in, industrial has been, it's been good on paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's been good on paper. So we'll see how that goes, yeah. you know, when, <laughs> right. it, when it comes. Right. Commercial has been great. Okay. You know, because, you know, at the end of the day, now I understand certain things happen with apartment buildings, mm-hmm. you know, certain things happen with, you know, um, you know, as far as, you know, how many tenants you have, um, you know, and, but for the most part, people, it, it's a great investment. People need somewhere to stay. Everybody right. needs a roof over their head, right? right? And most people can't buy homes. Yeah. So what they do is they'll go rent, they'll go rent apartments, right? So it's it's tough to lose in that business. Um, You know, it has to be like a, you know, some type of disaster that'll happen, Mm -hmm. I think, um, that'll happen to the building. Or you can have a slumlord, which I don't think y'all, you know, slum, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think y'all get down like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to say mismanagement of the property. Yeah, yeah, definitely mismanagement of the property, man, because that happened to Antoine Walker. Hmm. I watched his documentary, mm-hmm. and he was a slumlord, uh, or his boy. I think he put his boy in charge of whatever apartment building hmm. um, on the East Coast, man, and and lost you know, it all. He lost it all in the city. I think the, I want to say the city ended up suing him. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. so. Yeah. You know, city ended up suing so. him. Yeah, so he'll step in at some point. Exactly. Yeah. So, so y'all not slumlords. So that's it, so that's good, and and obviously it's been good to to see the cash flow. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. quarterly. Monthly, whatever case may be, yeah. and y'all send emails and keep people abreast and updated and everything, which is, makes people feel comfortable. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Makes yeah. people feel comfortable. Um, now, the residential side, you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know what you know what's funny. I, I don't want to dis- I don't want to dis- deter anybody because a lot of people have to get in yeah. on the yeah, ground floor, right? right? Right. So, right. I think the residential is good, you know, as far as, you know, you could Airbnb your property, you could, you know, rent out your property, you could have it pay uh, for its mortgage, right? All these different things. Now, short-term rentals, from what I understand, is probably the 
the best way to go right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make a lot more money than yep. that three thousand dollars a month static that you yep. get for that twelve months, yep. right? Because some, you know, you may you may live in Vegas, you may live in L.A., mm-hmm. you may have a, a spot where it's you know a festival that weekend mm-hmm. or it's summertime or you know what I'm saying Arizona yeah. is a great yeah, place yeah. to have yeah, a premium exactly yeah. Arizona is a great place to have a property because mm-hmm. you know people everybody goes to Arizona in the in the, in the summertime and, yeah you know even in the wintertime mm-hmm. right Good so weather. I think you know now how I did mine because I have um actually I have five five houses one my mom live in one one I live in um one the mother of my child lives in and so when I'm renting, I'm renting out in Vegas, and I just built a house in, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and that's been on the market. So that's been a little tough to sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been a little tough to sell, and you know, it could be uh, you know attributed to interest rates or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But mm-hmm. you know, it, first of all, it took a long time because I was building it during the pandemic. Right. So that Ooh. took a while. Yeah. It finally got done last year, but it's been sitting there. Ooh. You know. Um, but we've been getting some showings. People have been, you know, people have said they liked it. They just Everybody says, "Oh, we think the price is too high. The price mm-hmm. point is high, right?" Where where is it? Just I mean, oh, it's, oh yeah, it's in, it's in Decatur. It's in Decatur. Okay, yeah, it's in cool, Decatur, cool, and cool. um, um, it's a nice house, man. It's really nice. I actually own the land next to it, so I, was, I plan on building that. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying on that land and mm-hmm. and selling that house too. Um, so people have said that the price was too high, so we brought it down on like two or three occasions. Now mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna look. Mm. Tell me how yeah. that looks as an agent. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, as a you know, in the in the residential space like that, uh, sometimes it can look desperate, yeah, right? See, as 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 in you're you know, you're really looking to get it off, and mm-hmm. you're lowering and lowering, and and, and, and probably see people see how low that you can <laughs> go, <laughs> and they they may come in with low ball offers even lower than the one that you're that you're you know yeah. taking it down to, yeah. and that's the risk that you take, right? And lowering the offers and things like that. However. Um, I think, especially in a case like yours, the amount of money that you put in, right? You have to weigh those options, Uh right? The amount of money that you put into it, the amount of, you know, cost of labor, you know, the carry costs, right? To keep paying those taxes and stuff like that on the, on the property and everything. Like all of that makes a difference in what it is that you want to do and how you, how you move. Everybody wants top dollar. Right. You want top market, you know, top of the market for whatever it is. But sometimes you have to take the, you know, 10 percent, 15 percent wins that you get, you know, kind of above that when it comes to those types of things. So as a wealth manager, Mm -hmm. right, I bought the land in 2020. Um, The end of 2020, I want to say I bought the land mid in 2020, Mm -hmm. you know, started putting, you know, money into it, obviously, because, you know, I had to build it. It finished. It took a long time. We had to fire the contractor and everything. That part, contractors. Yeah, we had to Ooh, fire the contractor. That part. Um, so all all of twenty twenty one. It finished in twenty twenty two, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I probably invested because the land was ninety. I probably I'm probably in like three forty. Let's just mm-hmm. say three fifty. Let's just say three fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Even, even numbers, right? As a wealth manager. Yeah. Okay. I'm in 350. My 350 is in this building. Yeah, it's been in the building for um, should we say a year? About that. Yeah, let's say yeah. a year. It's been in the building, right? The house. The, the house. house. So yeah. it's been the house for a year. Yeah. But then, obviously, with the market, yeah, because you're a wealth manager, right? For mm-hmm. the market. So would you advise me, like, you know what? Now nah, we could have, we could have, I could have had this in your portfolio, 
and you could have, you know what I'm saying, um, grew your portfolio, whatever, you know what I'm saying, this mm -hmm. this amount in that, in that time period versus it being in this house. And let's just say I sell it for 500, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, 510, 520. I want to know your thoughts on that. My thoughts, and, and hindsight is always 2020, right? Always, and, always and, 2020. And, and as it relates to what, to what you're asking right now, the best place for that money we was in that house, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> because yeah. as the market, as we know right now, we're March 26th of 2023, yeah. the market took a dive mm -hmm. right from yeah. last year to this year yeah. right yeah. where your money probably would have been you probably would have lost about 20 percent, right mm -hmm. just just the money sitting in the market like that mm -hmm. so is it terrible that your money is there in the house and you haven't taken that those wins and done something not at all right yeah. you're actually it, it's actually a safer space to be because in that time frame the market went up right in terms yeah. of real estate value right. right the market had gone up now since then it's gone down a bit but not to where you're negative yeah. right and, and and you're not going to get that money back so i think that uh as it relates to the time frame in which you, you've done frame. everything right because sometimes timing is when it comes to the market especially investing two things that that you know I was always taught from one of my mentors or I should say one most prevalent thing that I was always taught by one of my mentors that you cannot you know do anything about is timing right when you're born yeah. right that part <laughs> so yeah. in the market there have been a lot of cycles that have happened right and a lot of people got to take advantage of one particular thing and that was when they were born mm -hmm. right what happened in the market in their lifetime when they were able to invest mm. right your situation as it relates the timing of it as such that when that house got done the market was on a downturn mm -hmm. timing yeah. so now you've taken that money and kept it where it is because mm -hmm. and and listen i i believe wholeheartedly that everything happens for a reason right mm -hmm. there's a reason that house hasn't sold yet yeah right yeah. there's a reason that that money is still sitting there right yeah. now in the house instead of in your portfolio possibly losing money yeah right as it relates now, understanding that, you know, the market will rebound eventually, the, the investment market will rebound eventually. But as it relates to what you should have done with the money, it's it's better sitting where it is now. Yeah. As it relates to what the market is doing. That makes sense. Okay. And the, the price reduction, I mean, if it's reduced to a point to where you're still making a positive gain. Yeah. You're pulling your money out and putting that money somewhere else mm -hmm. in hope that is making you more money where you go next, mm -hmm. right? So I wouldn't look at the price reduction as a negative. I would look at it as, am I still making a positive gain on my dollar? And if so, it's still a win. Mm -hmm. It's not the most money I thought I was gonna make, but it's still a positive. You have the positive and the negative, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So this is yeah. all perspective. It's all perspective. Cause yeah. I'm gonna still come out, you know, on top you know, at least we, as long as we don't just keep lowering it to right, I'm like in right, the fours right, and three. Right. Now that's crazy, yeah. but no, yeah, you know, I, right I now think, it's like five twenty five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm probably three fifty in. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and you own the lot next door to it, also. I own a lot. Are next they door. both for sale? The house and the lot. Oh, I, I didn't put the uh, the next lot for sale. So maybe market the lot plus the house. Cause I have been trying to figure out: Should I? <clears throat> is it a waste of time to build another house and sell it, 
or not. You know, I'm trying to figure that part out. Mm -hmm. This is my first time doing it because originally what I was going to do was I was going to get into flips. Mm -hmm. Before I started rocking with y'all, mm -hmm. I was just going to say, okay, cool. Let me dip my toe into the real estate game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with where most people start is house flipping. Mm -hmm. And then my real estate agent in Atlanta found a um, she was like, look, I know you want to flip, but I found these pieces of land I think that are that are solid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In good areas and whatever the case may be. So I just trust them. I'm like, let's do it. Um, and I think it's, it's been solid. I know flips can be kind of, you know, yeah, exactly. risky risky yeah. sometimes. Well, let me, let me say this though. Yeah. You bought the land in- 2020. 2020, right? Um, in this particular situation right now, as it relates to the land, I'll shift it over to Marcy just to give a- um, I mean, kind of a, a, an approximate comparison of what the cost of, you know, what it would take to build a house then versus now, right? Those those prices have kind of skyrocketed, yeah, right? Up. Yeah, I mean, we were, we, were, we were talking about this in, a, in another episode, but uh, yeah, materials costs have skyrocketed, even the cost of labor, right? I mean, it's right. not just even the material cost, the cost of labor has shot up as well. So all those different types of things you would have to think about, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I at this point, and it will continue to go up um, from what we're forecasting. But uh, you know, it's, it's it was a good decision back then, for back sure. Then, yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. so when I do sell this house, and then it's okay. Now it's time to say, okay, what what about this other plot of land, which is bigger than that that plot? Both of them I got for ninety grand a piece. Um, you know, I guess, like you said, then you got to decide, you got to figure it out. Yeah. You now it's a different calculation. Everything. It's that it's it, yeah. what, it, yeah. what it costs you then. It's not going to no, cost yeah, you. What ended up happening with the, uh, uh, with the contractor, uh -huh. they started just doing bad work. Yeah. What yeah. happened? They yeah, started yeah, doing yeah. bad work. Stuff wasn't lined correctly. It just was, you know, it was just, it wasn't yeah. going right. So my, my realtor, thank God she was really on it. Yeah. She was like, she was on it. She like, Brandon, I don't know what's going on. And then, so she ended up firing them. So I guess. After she fired him, they said, well, we're not going to make no money on this house. Mm -hmm. And then so she was like, well, that's not how you do business, though. You know, you mm -hmm. come, I know I know, we signed a contract, right? Which is probably what he was thinking, oh, I got to honor this contract. But if I, I would rather you come back to the table than just, than just put the house together however you want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just come yeah. back to the table and be like, look, I'm not going to make, you know, yeah. can we, whatever. Yeah, you got you to know how to do that. I mean, all, all contractors aren't equal, right? Yeah. And so... Um, and it's probably with every industry, right? But I mean, a lot of I don't know how you selected your contractor, yeah. but um, all of them don't don't have that that level of expertise. All of them don't ha don't have that level of business acumen as well yeah. to know when it's time to renegotiate, right? right? And to come back with the 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 data which supports their position at that particular yeah. time, right? So, because like you're saying, it would have been easier to come back in and mm -hmm. renegotiate. However, what they may have been doing, their margins were probably super low, right? Yeah. So they're I don't know. They might be hiring their homeboy or something like that yeah. to go in there and do the work, rather than their A team, you know, yeah. who was probably somewhere else. <laughs> that know, actually makes like sense. That. So I'm wondering because you know, I bought, like I said, I bought the land in 2020. We we signed the contract. I don't know, maybe in, you know, a couple months later in the 2020, maybe mm -hmm. top of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, well, because we had to do a survey and all that, right? Yep, so probably yep. signed the contract in 2021. But yep. I think it was crazy that 
you know, because at that time, like you said, at that time he was probably like, okay, cool, I'm gonna make a good, you know, I'm gonna make whatever on this house. Mm-hmm. Everything's <laughs> caught. Everything's gonna cost this. Mm-hmm. But then it went up. Probably went up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You no, know, I thought it, I, I thought it was crazy. I'm like, yeah. so then when she told me he said he wasn't gonna make no money, I was confused. Like, what you mean you're not gonna make no money? Yeah, he should have yeah. estimated you quote, that the right way. This is what yeah. you called to me, but I guess you know dealing with you know the pandemic, yeah. uh, you know the residual effects after that. Yeah. Um, I mean supply chain even right. We yeah. haven't talked about that, but supply chain was was. Oh horrible boy, it was at horrible time, at that time, right? So I mean, people yeah. couldn't even get materials, so they probably had to uh, sub in something else. They, you probably didn't even know all of this, yeah. but they probably had to go get <laughs> right. something else to get done, you know, or, or use a different type of material to do what yeah. was originally spec'd out. I mean, I'm not saying that's the case, but it probably was. But it could have could have happened, yeah. right? Because um, all that stuff was happening: supply chain issues, escalation, um, just lack of materials, mm-hmm. prices, you know. The supply wasn't yeah. there, but the demand was high. Right. This is why this show is awesome. How helping yeah, others win, no doubt. Right, so no we're doubt. talking about a completely different concept here of residential real estate, yeah, and helping one of our partners and Brandon win in that situation. Yeah. yeah, maybe do the price reduction, sell the existing house, keep the dirt, keep the land, mm-hmm. because once you sell the house, that land becomes more valuable because yeah. now whoever bought that house is going to have their eye if they're smart. Yeah. on your land yeah so now you pay 90 for it maybe they buy it for 110 maybe they buy That's it for cool. 120. Yeah. yeah maybe they don't maybe you sit on it until the market turns around and lumber cost goes down mm-hmm. or the cost of build goes down mm-hmm. now you can build on your land mm-hmm. later right. and your profit margin that you thought you were going to get on the first house comes back to you that way right mm-hmm. so you have options you don't have to just rush to get out of it mm-hmm. keep the land right. they're not making more land <laughs> that, part. that part, that's, that's it. right? That's it. And you're in Decatur, yeah, right? right. It's a hotbed in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. People want to live in Decatur, mm-hmm. so you're in a good situation. Mm-hmm. It's helping out this win, man. Yeah, I think the, the 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 biggest thing is is understanding that um, there's a lot of moving pieces, right? When it comes to each and every area of real estate. Now we focus on multi-unit, right, commercial real estate, but that does not mean because our all our other focus is also education, right? Making sure people understand, know what what things are, and these are some of the questions that we get, mm-hmm. right, from from our investors, not just you, right, but others that come to us and want to know, what do you think about this, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have we had phone calls from other investors, like you know, I'm thinking about buying this fourplex. What do you guys think about this? Or you know, we've opened the door, we're opening their mind to what it is to be a, a multi-unit investor. Yep. People want to understand and know what that is. Mm-hmm. And we're answering these questions and having these phone calls with, you know, the hundred and, you know, 15 investors. investors, right? That, nice. that we, that oh, we have. By the way, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So since the inception of our partnership, we've now grown to 115 investors. Beautiful. Yeah. We've paid out $401,000 of dividends. Mm-hmm. We have 20 million in under management. Yeah. yeah, that's big time. And, and I was a half years. And I, I also want to say thank this, you. you know. Nah, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna say that because you know, uh, it's. I think it's rare meeting people that you can really trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's rare, especially because everything I've seen and mm-hmm. just being in the locker room, right? Yeah. And you know, people still come to me to invest in whatever, like I'm still playing. You know, people mm-hmm. ask me for money like I'm still playing. People mm-hmm. still come to me with investing. Like <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So that part. You know, I also want to touch on the fact that, you know, I missed out on the on the very first deal. 
New Orleans. The New Orleans deal because mm -hmm. I didn't know. You ain't trust, <laughs> you ain't trust us yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just right. didn't know, man. And and I, you know, I actually like to thank E. Well, not thank him, but you know, I like his mindset because his 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 he you know he doesn't have an ego when it comes to me as mm -hmm. his family member. Like, oh, you should just trust me because mm -hmm. of this is what I said. Because mm -hmm. we've had these times where I didn't do the whole life insurance, mm -hmm. then I did. I didn't do the real estate, then I did. Mm -hmm. But I think he understands who I am mm -hmm. as an individual. Mm -hmm. But you know, because for me, just to be real, even even though my cousin bringing something to me, to me that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I know like. That could be a selling point, could be some mm -hmm. leverage. Like, oh, okay, well, that's his cousin. But I'm still gonna do the same amount of due diligence as on you it. Should. As you as should. The, you know what I'm saying? As if the, a random person off the street brought, brought yep. it to me, right? Um, and now this is one of the family members that I really trust, but at the same time, it's like, all right, now, okay, let's put the business hat on and mm -hmm. I'm gonna just defer this to Kim. Exactly. Because smart. Because a lot of a lot of a lot of people I'm sure have invested in things that they homeboy or their cousins or their brothers, uh, yeah, let's do this. So many. <laughs> and it could just go downhill. Go bad. It can go it can go bad. So initially, the new owner's property, I didn't. And uh, so then I came to the next hmm. um informational, yeah. right? I went to the next meeting. And then y'all say, oh, you know, you know, um, uh, every I, flew, I flew to Vegas. Flew to Vegas. Flew to Vegas. Yeah, you met Vegas. We was um, above. We was above Bloom at yeah, a, um, yeah, out there the in, uh, in Henderson, a, yeah, in on Henderson. St. Rose. Yeah. And then I think one one thing I remember you said, you was like, yeah, you know, all the investors got they they capital back already. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Because <laughs> like, right? this is like sure a three did. to five year deal, right? <laughs> Two to five. Sure but did. obviously you get dividends on yeah. it. So I'm like, damn, they got all they, all they stuff back. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then like that got me going. I'm like, all right, so, all right, so it's they, they doing some, some it's legit. <laughs> it, it's legit, it's going. Yeah. So then that's when I hopped in on the on the next one. Yeah. Uh, I hopped in on the second one, right? Yeah, the second, yeah, second yeah. one. $20 million hours later, we're still kicking in Kicking no and moving yeah, and punching no and all that kind of stuff. No so doubt. listen, man, this is this has been a, a a hell of a journey, and understanding that you know the the the, the journey isn't over. We still got a lot more to do as the you know as as, as the Halter Group and and understanding that our educational piece and what we're trying to do and how we're trying to help people grow. Right. This is this is the beginning phase of that. Right. With 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 this part of it, mm -hmm. the education piece, and really. Really pushing it out there and making sure that people understand who we are, what we're doing, how we can partner, how we can move, and 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 in that space. And you know, again, you know, thankful for you know Brandon for you know, I mean, flying out here today and having a conversation with us and making sure that you know people understand uh, how this whole thing can impact them, mm -hmm. right? Because. A, a lot of times people believe, right, especially, you know, in, in your world, that it is going to take a little time, right? When you're investing in these things, it takes, it, it can take time, right? But that's not necessarily the way that we do it and how our syndication works. And that's a powerful piece, right? In terms of the cash flow and how these things can impact your lives right away. And, uh, you know, people need to understand that there's a multitude of ways to do these things. And we chose to do it in the best way of the investor, mm -hmm. right? And with the investor in mind first, because without the investor, none of this happens. So yeah. we definitely, you know, want to make sure that people understand that and, and how our role in making our limited partners the first priority That's is right. key. That's right. And, and, um, and, and I want to touch on this real quick. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I've... Obviously, I came to the money. I came to the table with 
my own money, right? Mm -hmm. I, I made it playing football. Uh, I sacrificed my body for it. So it's very precious to me, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I don't know any, I never grew up seeing anybody rich. Mm -hmm. Never grew up seeing anybody wealthy. I didn't grow up, you know, seeing really anybody that's, you know, of, of 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 high status or, or mm -hmm. you know or talking about real estate or talking about anything right mm -hmm. so you know I made my money I'm like okay cool now you know what's next right yeah. now I've always been in the mindset I kind of want to grow it I want to I want to grow my my wealth which obviously there's multiple ways you could do it there's one in you know stock market another you could do in the real estate so I will say you know y'all are actually helping me so I've always felt like. And I'm gonna say this, e, no, no, no shade to E. I've always felt like I was a chosen one in my family. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. I always felt like that, yeah. and I could have better be, you know, in a media family or the whole family. But mm -hmm. I always felt like it, right? So I always see myself changing the trajectory, mm -hmm. right, of my family's future, mm -hmm. right, financially, socially, you know, whatever the case may be. Right, I have a daughter now, so mm -hmm. um, you know, there's things I want to teach her and show her, and and you know, I want to have a sustained lifestyle. You know, to uh, enough to show her, right? You know, obviously, I gotta teach her how to work hard and different things like that. But you know, through dad's sacrifice and through dad's um, just willingness to, you know, put his body on the line, but also, you know, networking and meeting people and um, having my, you know, having the, I guess, the, the sponge-like aspect that I really have as mm -hmm. far as I'm just, I'm just here to learn. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are helping me, right? Because think about it. You know, to be able to say I, I own, you know, three apartment buildings, like that's big time. That's, I, I'm gonna reiterate that what I said earlier. And your land too. And land. Nobody even. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's big time. Like that's it's funny because one of my boys, um, you know, my boys in LA, you know, Jalan and Omar. Jalan one day came up to me. He's like, "Hey, bro," he said you low key the most successful person in our group. Mm. And I never really thought about that, but I was like, damn, that's because with the assets I've accrued yeah. and different mm -hmm. things I've done, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, like he probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. thank y'all because I'm trying to continue to build my wealth. I'm trying to get more buildings. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep this thing going. So no when I'm 45, 50, it's like, doubt. you know no what I mean? Yeah, a real beautiful. mogul out here. For real, yeah. for real. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the truth. About. And and up. and we uh, we we appreciate that and and you know all the all the love and everything that you know and hopefully you know one day some of your guys will see what we're doing right because like we like we yeah. talked about in in some of the earlier episodes you know sometimes you know people just ain't there yet right no. you weren't there for the first mm -hmm. one right and that's okay yeah because we're gonna be doing this yeah. and we're here yeah. for for all for all yeah. who who see and understand yeah. what the vision is and how we want to move without to make this to make this whole thing grow without mm -hmm. a doubt it's without time a doubt. without a doubt I told it's you it's time yeah so now yeah. it's time for you to start to syndicate your group with us or without us mm -hmm. right but it's time for you to start syndicating and that's a, and that's a, that's the piece that, that that I think we need to make sure that people understand like through this through the process of working with Halter, right? We're not trying to hoard all this information and not keep it for for people, not right? Gatekeeping. Not, no, we're not gatekeeping. We're we're actually really trying to teach and help and and foster the thought process that maybe I can do this, right? Maybe I can be uh, <laughs> an an agent of change with the people that I know and that I'm closest to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with that, I can also teach them how to win. No doubt. Right. 
And that's the that's the way that we're that we're moving. And hopefully we can continue to grow and, and foster these relationships throughout the community and build for something that, you know, we can't even fathom what it will look like in the future. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So thank you guys. Uh appreciate you, B, for coming out and uh and 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 being with us today. Um, this has been another episode of How with Halter, um, helping others win. And uh we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Let's do it.